Jesus is king. Jesus Christ is king. He's the Lord. He's the lover of our hearts. He's the one who comes to save. He's the liverer. He's mighty God. Amen. Amen. Is he alive in church today? Amen, somebody. Amen. Turn to someone and tell them you're God's favorite. George, you're God's favorite. I found it interesting, you know, I don't know, how many are here, how many were here last week? How many were here, how many weren't here last week? <laughs> how many are not sure why you're here? <laughs> Is that me? Uh, last week, Father Mark, Father Mark kind of put together the titles of the talks for these four weeks. Can you guys hear me okay? A little louder? Yeah. It's going to get loud in a second. Uh, so Father Mark's title for his talk last week was All I Want for Christmas. It's a great title, right? And so the, to this week's title that he gave me is There's No Room in the Inn. Now that's not fair, y'all. <laughs> that's not fair. He gets these nice, you know, bubbly titles and I get no room at the end. Aren't you glad that Joseph and Mary chose to get uncomfortable and travel to Bethlehem, Mary pregnant on a donkey of sorts, and they traveled all the way to Bethlehem. Aren't you glad that they chose to take the risk and get uncomfortable to find a place where Jesus could be born for us? Amen? Amen. Isn't it all we, don't we get excited to be uncomfortable and step out of the boat and, you know, take risks? Don't we get excited about that? Amen, somebody. <laughs> all right, so let's stand up. And so we're going to take a moment. You see, if you want more of Jesus, if I want more of Jesus, I have to be willing, as Father Michael is encouraging us, is to get uncomfortable. Now, you don't have to get uncomfortable. You don't have to do anything. You know, Jesus is not responsible for our happiness. There's a word of truth for you right there. Amen, somebody. Jesus is not responsible for my happiness. He offers me himself. He offers me his life. He offers me his love. He offers me his truth. I have to respond. Right. Amen? Amen? Can you hear me now? <laughs> He's not responsible. He offers. Love does not force. It invites. Amen? So throughout the night, if you don't want to participate in any of this, you don't have to do it. Amen? Amen. You're free to not do anything. Amen? Amen. But Jesus is still going <laughs> to offer you. <laughs> Jesus is still going to invite you because he wants us to experience more of his presence, his freedom, his love, his truth, his kingdom that he came to bring us, not just for, you know, when we get to heaven, but to know now. Amen? Okay, so... Here's the words I'm going to invite you to repeat after me. Ready? Are you ready? Yes. You are, you are loved, loved, good, good and, wanted. and wanted. Let's say it again. You are Awesome. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a couple minutes and we're going to invite you guys to step out of the boat and get a little bit uncomfortable. I'm going to invite you to find at least three people that you don't know. All right. Come on, y'all. We're going to have to find at least three people that you don't know. I want you to go up to them. If you don't know them, then you're going to probably meet them. Hi, what's your name? 
Verda. Verda. Mm -hmm. Nice to meet you, Verda. And so what I'm going to do is, you know, whoever's going to go first, just pick this. Look the person in the eye and say, Verda, you, you, (laughs) You. I'm, I'm saying this to you. You are loved, you're good, and you're wanted. And Verda's response to this is going to be, I agree. So, Verda, your response is? I agree. Or if you want to say, I agree with that truth. I agree with the truth. Amen. And then Verda's going to say the same thing back to me. You are loved, good, and wanted. I agree with that truth. I agree with that truth. Nice to meet you, Verda. (laughs) (laughs) You got it? Let me hear you say it one more time. You are loved, good, wanted. Okay, find three people, meet them, speak that word. You both are going to take a turn to speak it. I agree with that truth. Good? Come on. So some of us might have had a difficult time saying those words to a stranger. Amen? Come on. Some of us might have had a hard time receiving those words of truth. Amen, somebody? Two people? Okay. (laughs) We, Jesus defines who we are. My past does not define who I am. My mistakes do not define who I am. My wounds don't define who who I am. My brokenness doesn't define who who I am. My limitations do not define who I am. My successes do not define who I am. Jesus defines who I am. When God decided to make me, he didn't ask you for your approval. Come on. And he still ain't asking you. I am totally approved, totally loved, totally accepted, totally forgiven, totally delighted in, before I even walked into the church, before I even saw you. God God already thought those things about me because I'm his son. And I know I'm loved, and I know I'm wanted, and sometimes I'm good. I don't always live out of the truth of who I am, but who I am in Christ is the truth of who I am, period. I may not always believe it, I may not always live out of it, but it's still the truth of who I am in Christ. we got to let this sink deep. This Advent, Jesus is coming to set us free from any lies or any fears that might be hindering us. And I'm seeing some familiar faces. And if you're thinking you're going to hear a talk on lies and fears and how God wants to restore us with his love and his truth, you're exactly right. <laughs> because we can't get enough of it. Huh? Some of us, uh, you know, we're, we're layers. Huh? We're layers. And God heals in layers because we can't handle it all at one time. Amen? So his love and his truth comes to us and it soaks in us so that we heal in layers, huh? But right now, standing here, we are totally accepted by God, totally loved and totally approved of. Our daddy's proud of us. Come on. That's good news. It's the good news. God, Jesus came to bring us good news, didn't he? Glad tidings. You ever go to the... um, Go to checkout shopping or whatever you're doing and take your little card or credit, credit or debit card and you, you put it in the machine and, the, you know, have you ever had this experience and, like, it has to approve you? 
I love, I love when that happens. So the lady's like, honey, the machine's waiting to approve you. I'm like, hey, honey, I'm already approved. <laughs> I was approved of before I came in the store, girl. Before I even got out of bed, I was approved of. I don't need that machine to tell me I'm approved of, so I rejoice and do a dance when I hear the approved that says on the little, you know, little machine, you're ding, ding, ding. I said, oh, yeah, I'm approved. <laughs> I was already approved before I walked in the store. Come on. I don't need some machine to tell me I'm approved. I already am. Because Jesus says so. Jesus paid a price. That's not a cross. Well, it's it's the victorious Jesus. That's awesome. You see a crucifix. The crucifix, Jesus paid a price to show us how valuable we are. Little baby Jesus is coming into the world. Ultimately, he's going to see his mission to go to that cross to show us how valuable we are to him. He paid a price to to let us know how valuable the Father is and how much he wants us to know his dad. He didn't come to condemn us or put us down or make us feel worthless about ourselves, so why do we do that? Amen, somebody. If I do that towards myself, I won't be the sheer gift of approved joy, of approved love that God wants me to be when I encounter you. I'll be hiding behind layers of wounds and brokenness and lies and fears, and it'll hinder me from going up to you and say, hey, guess what? Hey, dude, I don't know your name, but you're so loved. (laughs) (laughs) You, you're loved, you're wanted, and you're more than good. I am. I appreciate that. He said, I appreciate that. (laughs) Almost in us. Are you from the South? No? Okay. (laughs) Jesus comes comes to set us free with the truth, the truth of who God is as our father, who Mama Mary is as our mama, as our mother, and who we are as sons and daughters. Amen? Amen. This is the truth that sets us free. This is, this is this, that, that, we're, that we're no longer slaves having to live out of fear. I didn't get that right, or I wasn't perfect with that, or I messed up, and so... I'm, I'm going to get punished. I'm going to get hurt. I'm going to be disapproved of. I'm going to get the look, whatever it might be. Jesus is like, Can, let's just kind of let that go. Why don't you receive what I've come to give you? And if you receive what I come to give you, then you're going to live out of that. You see, I'm going to agree with somebody's word. It's really important that we agree with God's word. I'm going to take these off so I can see you. <laughs> it's really important that we agree with God's word. Because if we're not agreeing with God's word about who we are and who God is, then we're going to be agreeing with the demons. If I don't agree with God's word, then I'm going to be agreeing with the demons because they will fill my, my head and my heart, my hemisphere with all kinds of words about who I am. And they're not saying you're good and they're not saying you're loved and they're not saying you're wanted. Come on, somebody. It's really important that I agree with God's word. The word that I agree with will be empowered, and I will live out of that. If I agree with God's word, Holy Spirit will empower that truth so that I will become more of me, and then I will live out of the truth that God says. If I agree, if I, if I disagree with God's word, if someone says, look to you, says, you are good, you are loved, you are wanted, and you're like, well, no, then I'm agreeing with demons. 
The ones that Jesus came to destroy. The ones that Jesus came to put underfoot. The one that Jesus came, he came, he came to, to the, the, the one that the, the steals, that kills and destroys. He came and he says, your days are done. My father's days are now. Right now. Right now my father's days are. Right now my father's kingdom is going to be reestablished in you. Right now if you choose to agree with my word. It's really important. You, get, you guys with me? Anybody hear me? The word I agree with, I will become. The word I agree with, I will become. God, be, the word of God, the word became flesh so that flesh, you and I, can become the word. The incarnation is a marriage between God and man. God, the incarnation is God and man become one. That's Jesus. Because Jesus agreed with the Father's word, and then he came down, and guess what? He came to a little bitty young lady and said, said, hey, Mary, here's my thought, here's my word to you. And Mary said, be it done unto me according to your word. And because Mary agreed with God's word, Holy Spirit overshadowed her, empowered her to be alive with Jesus. That's you, and that's me. The word I agree with will be empowered in my life. If I agree with God's word, Holy Spirit will empower me and Jesus will increase in me. And God and man will become more one. If I agree with the words of demons, the liar, he will, they will depower me and they will draw me away from a relationship that Jesus comes to bring to establish with the Father, with Jesus, with Holy Spirit, with Mary. Jesus comes to establish relationship. If I agree with the words of the demons, they will escort me away from that relationship because I'm not living in truth. And it's the truth that brings me freedom, God's truth. And as I'm, as I'm escorted away from this relationship with Father, Son, Holy Spirit, and Mama Mary, I will find myself all alone. I will find myself lonely. I will find myself isolated. And I'll start to get angry because I was created for love, y'all. <laughs> I was created for love. And I ain't getting love over here because I'm living out of a bunch of lies. So Jesus breaks into the world and he says, hey, I got a scripture for you. He says, hey. That ain't all he said. He said, hey. Although he does say, hey. If Jesus says, hey, it's always good to say, hey, back. 1 Peter 2, 9 through 10. But you are a chosen race. Listen to how God sees you. You are a chosen race. Bless you. A royal priesthood. You. Royal. Did you know your royalty? A holy nation. Do you know in God's eyes you're holy? Yeah, but you don't know what I did. Yeah, but in God's eyes you're holy. You may not live always out of that truth, but it's who you are in Christ. Amen? Amen. Come on, y'all. God's own people. God's claimed you as his own. God likes to hang out with cool people. 
because he's cool. God likes to hang out with lovable people because he's love. God likes to hang out with pure people because he's pure. God likes to hang out with amazing people because he's amazing. (coughs) If I'm made from his heart and I'm made in his image and likeness, then the words that are used to describe God are used to describe me because he's alive within me. Gift of the incarnation. The word became flesh so that flesh could become the word filled with the life of God. You are God's own people in order that you might proclaim the mighty acts of him. We are creatures, he is God. He wants us to be filled with him in relationship with him so that we can proclaim his mighty deeds and mighty acts. Jesus living in us and through us, revealing the truth that our Father lives. And he's amazing. This God who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Once you were not his people, but now you are his. Everybody say, I'm his. I'm his. And he's mine. And no one can take it from me. No one. No one can take it from me. So God calls, there's a response. God wants to be in relationship with us. The incarnation is about God's hopes, dreams, desires, aspirations, the fulfillment of God's heart and plan coming into reality. It's not just about Jesus, it's about Jesus alive in us. If if Jesus ain't alive in us, then God's plans, dreams, hopes, and desires are squished. That's why the demons don't want us to live out of his truth. That's why the demons don't want us to know his love. That's why the demons don't want us to spend time with him. If I don't spend time with you, it's hard for me to receive the deacon. Deacon Luna, if I don't spend time with you, I can't receive your goodness. You got a lot of good. Hearts full of amazing goodness. If I don't spend time with you, how can I, how can I receive that? So when are you going to ask me over, man? (laughs) That was a self-invite. Okay. (laughs) At every mass, you guys don't hear these words, but at every mass, the priest says this. Um, during part of the consecration, when he's pouring the water into the wine, Jesus is, the water represents Jesus, the wine represents us. It says, by the mystery of this water and wine, and the priest is dropping a, a drop or two of the water, it goes into the wine. The two are becoming. By the mystery of this water and wine, may we come to share in the divinity of Christ. He likes to hang out here. God likes me. He really likes me. May we come this year in the divinity of Christ who humbled himself to share in our humanity. 
He sacrificed his divinity to become one with us, to assume our humanity so that we... There's never a time in my life that I can say to myself, nobody understands what I'm going through. Never. Never. There's never a time in my life that I can sit and, you know, uh, say, you know, nobody gets me. Never. Nobody knows what's going on in my heart. Never. Nobody knows what I'm thinking. Never. Nobody knows my pain. Never. Because Jesus is right there. He feels what I feel. He sees what I see. He experiences everything I experience because he and I, like the water and the wine, have become one. I am in Christ, and he is in me. And when I begin to get a little bit off track, and we all get a little bit off track sometimes, (laughs) just try that one time. Because I know you get off track a little sometimes, too. Amen? Amen. Uh-huh. We gotta come, we, we're invited to come back. Okay, Lord, remind me once again, who am I to you? You see, at the core of every sin, the, the sin is simply this. I'm choosing to believe and live a lie. It's not who I am. <laughs> This this doesn't have to be deep, mystically theological. Sin is simply this. Sin is the demons tempt me with a lie. I believe the lie. I go their way. I start to get afraid. And I think I need to be in control of every part of my life. Sin is simply this. I'm living a lie. Jesus comes and he starts to breathe love and truth and goodness into me. And he pours this into my heart, my mind, and my body. And I begin to agree with the truth that he's pouring into me. And I'm empowered by the Holy Spirit to what? Live the truth. Which means to live Jesus. There's only one truth and it's him. Amen. <laughs> so Holy Spirit comes to convict us not of sin but of the truth. You see, if we're convicted of the truth, we'll know the sin. And the sin is simply this. That's a lie. That's not you, son. That's not you, daughter. I got more for you than that. You're sacrificing all the good I got for you for that lie. Hello? It's not you. God's not mad at me because because I sin. He's sad because I'm missing out on what he has for me. And he thinks I'm amazing. So he wants me to experience amazingness, which can only come from him. I have to receive his love and his truth to live his love and his truth. Amen? You guys with me? Is anybody with me? Okay, so this is gonna, this is, I'm going to wrap up the sharing so we can pray, okay? Our woundedness can sometimes encourage us to believe the lie. A lie about ourselves, a lie about God, a lie about other people. Whether that wound came from another person or whether it was a self-inflicted wound, spiritual, physical, emotional, moral, whatever, wounds will tempt us to believe lies about love. Love isn't good. 
Love isn't safe. Love isn't trustworthy. Love isn't, isn't dependable. Love doesn't care. And we could go on and on and on. And out of my woundedness, if I believe that lie, it will foster fear in me. And it will keep a sign on my door when love comes calling that says, no room in the inn. I had to get it in there somewhere. <laughs> because love begins to get close, and I'm like, Oh, no, not, not that close. I can love you when you're in the back pew, but love gets to come close, and all of a sudden, the lies I believe about love, they start to trigger up and make me rustle, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, no, bad, bad, bad move. Bad, bad, this is bad. No, you're getting too close. Love's getting too close. God's getting too close. You're getting too close. You know, this isn't about just me and Jesus. This is about me and you. Because lots of times, you know, it wasn't just Jesus looking for an inn. Mary and Joseph had to have one too. So you trying to share God's love with me, trying to care for me, wanting to trim my beard. You. (laughs) That's when you see the signs, no room at the end. You trying to share goodness with me imperfect as you are I know you're imperfect because I am too but you're trying to love me but something inside me says no that's bad because I've been hurt before and I'm not going to let love get too close or I believe a lie about myself that says I'm not really worthy of that kind of love and so I'm not going to let you get too close because I'm not good enough for that I can believe lies about love. I can believe lies about myself. I can believe lies about God. And of course, you know, I can believe lies about all of you guys. You guys are just out to get me. Don't you know that? I'm a, I can love you from here, but don't get too close. And if you get too close, we have all kinds of ways to self-protect and we throw up these doors. No room at this end. And Jesus, aren't you glad Jesus doesn't hear that? (laughs) Aren't you glad when we say that to Jesus, to the Father, to Holy Spirit, or to Mama Mary, they become deaf? I'm not putting down deaf people, but aren't you glad? They're like, la, 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 la. No room at the end, Lord. No room at the end, Mary. La, 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 la. We can't hear you. You want to play child's game? So can we. La, 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 la. They don't ever hear that. They keep coming. Because love doesn't give up. Hope does not fail. Faith perseveres. Amen, somebody. Um, so we're going to have some heart surgery time tonight. Yay! <laughs> you don't have to do it, but if you do, you'll be a little freer tonight than you were when you walked in those doors. I'm letting you know what we're going to do before we do it. Isn't that nice of me? Some people think I'm sneaky. 
You know, you might know some people, they experience Jesus and everything in their life is completely taken care of. You ever heard stories like that of people? They don't have, there's everything from the past is done deal, boom, boom. Every wound they've ever had healed, every, boom. I mean, they are just totally 1,000% ready to go right now. You ever know people like that? Yeah, I, I really don't like those kind of people. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't like those kind of people because that's not my experience, huh? The norm is God heals through layers. God can do whatever he wants. Even St. Paul, after his experience, spent years in the desert with Jesus. You know, he had to deal with a lot of self-condemnation, uh, uh, self-blame, self-hate too. He's persecuting Jesus through killing people. Amen? Amen? Aren't you glad Jesus didn't give up on him? Yes. Come on. <laughs> Jesus is like, oh no. <laughs> la, 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 la. I'm coming after you. You need my love and my truth, and you don't even know it. You're all self-righteous about religious things, and I want you to know me. Come on. Beautiful. So Jesus lies will motivate me to fear. Here's fear in my life. Underneath every fear in my life, there's a lie encouraging it. And the more that I believe and agree with that lie, the more that fear feeds on that lie and the bigger the fear gets. Holy Spirit shows up. Holy Spirit brings love. And here comes truth. And the more that love feeds on the truth of God, the bigger love gets. Come on. We're wanting the love to increase tonight. And it's going to happen through God's truth. Okay? So I'm going to invite you to get comfortable for a second. I'm going to speak. You guys okay? Why this is so important is because if I don't agree with and grow in the truth of who I am in God's eyes, I'll never be salt and light that he says I am. I'll never experience the truth and the goodness of who I am in him. And I'll, I'll never experience the goodness of who he is as a, a good father for me, a papa. I'll never experience the full goodness that Mama Mary wants to be for me. I'll never be able to see you with Jesus' eyes fully if I can't see myself with Jesus' eyes in truth. You see, Jesus, when he walked about, he didn't see people. He didn't see people according to what they thought about themselves. He saw people according to what he thought about them. And he saw a whole lot more in people in front of him than they thought about themselves. Same with us. Amen? Amen. So when it comes to healing and restoration, you have, we have, we're invited to give ourselves grace. We're also invited to give other people around us some grace because everybody's got something. Everybody's got something. And if I'm letting the Lord speak love and truth to me, it will begin to transform my eyes and I'll begin to see you with his. And even if you're being mean and nasty to me, I won't respond with mean and nastiness. I'm going to say, hey, guess what? Hey, did you know that you're loved and that you're good and that you're wanted? You just don't know who you are yet. 
Jesus comes to let me know who I am. Okay, so let's get comfortable for a second. Close your eyes if you like to. And what I want to speak right now is the unpleasantries. And these are some lies. Now, as I'm doing this, if you brought a, a pad or a pencil or a pen, as I'm doing this, or even if you didn't, if a lie, a specific lie that's in your life do you, comes to your mind, if Holy Spirit brings a specific lie to your mind, jot it down or just in your own heart or mind, just kind of speak it, okay? If you don't have a pen or paper, that's okay. I, hear, I have here a list of a whole bunch of lives that probably all pertain to me at some time in my life. Some of them probably still do. And there are also lies that during, with ministry with folks, praying with folks, these are some of the most common ones, okay? So in other words, what I'm saying is we're not alone. And if none of these land on you, please come pray over me. <laughs> Can I be your friend? <laughs> some of these are going to land. And so some of these might not be pleasant to hear. Here's another, just before we do this, another big self-protector is denial. And it's like, well, I know there's pain there. I know there's lies there, but I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to deal with that stuff. I just want to keep it down there, pressed down. I don't need to deal with that stuff. It, it, it'll take care of itself. That's a lie. It will affect you the rest of your life. It will affect how you see God, yourself, and other people. Guarantee it. And if I'm not letting Jesus' love and truth into that, the demons are nibbling. I hate to put it that way, but it's true. Does Jesus want us to be free? Yes. Does Jesus want you to be free? Yes. Does it happen step by step? Yes. Is it okay if it happens in layers? Yes. Is it okay if tonight I'm not completely free on fire like St. Paul? Yes. Thank you. It's okay. But we're just going to let a layer, a washing of Holy Spirit upon us tonight so we're a little freer than we were about an hour ago. I better wrap this thing up. You ready? So here are some of the lies that we might believe about ourselves. I'm not good enough. I'm stupid. I'm ugly. I'm a failure. It's always my fault. I'm not wanted. I don't belong. I'm a burden. I'm not lovable. I have to be perfect to be loved. I have to earn love. I have to prove myself to God and others. I'm only good for what I can do. I'm responsible for everybody else being okay. I'm not worthy of love's time, attention, or care. I'm not worth being cared for. I'm not valuable. My shame is my identity. My past defines me. 
I am condemned. I'm powerless. My feelings, thoughts, hurts, pains, and joys don't matter. My life doesn't matter. My life has no meaning or purpose. It's bad to be me. It's bad to be a kid. Nobody notices me. Nobody listens to me. What I have to share doesn't matter. God doesn't care about me. My voice isn't valuable or valued. I'm dirty. God is mad at me. God is ashamed of me. There's no hope for me. Everyone else is more important than me. It's never safe to trust others. I'm not worthy of God's mercy. I'm not worthy of God's forgiveness. I'm not worthy of God's life or glory. I'm forgotten. I'm abandoned. I'm all alone. Just invite us to just kind of be still. Just let your heart own any of those particular lies. Just say, yep, that's me, and I'm not going to run from it tonight. If Holy Spirit is speaking another lie that you might believe about yourself, just let that word speak in your heart. We're not agreeing with these, but we're just embracing what's real. Now what I'm going to invite us to do is we're going to take these lies. This is where the gold comes in because this is where Jesus, Jesus is waiting for me in the areas where there's lies. We're just going to touch on lies tonight because you see, if Jesus can bring truth to the lies, as the lies dissolve, so will the fear. We can touch on fears maybe another night, but the lies is where it's at. So now we're going to go for the gold. And the gold is God's truth. Now, if we all had pens and paper, what we would kind of invite you to do right now is to say, just kind of go to each lie that fits you and flip-flop it, flip-flop it to speak God's truth. Okay? 
But what we're going to do tonight is I'm going to speak of the flip-flop of some of these, at least speak it in one way. You might speak it in another. But I'm going to speak it the, the truth, God's truth, as a flip-flop for each of these lies, and I'm going to invite you to repeat them if you'd like to. These are the truths that we're going to agree with tonight so Holy Spirit can empower us to be more free. It's clean. Thank you. She says it's clean. Okay. <laughs> so if you'd like to repeat these truths, here you go. I am good. I am good enough. I am smart. I am smart enough. I am beautiful. I am not a failure. In God's eyes, I am a success. It's not always my fault. I am wanted by God and others. I belong to God. He is my belonging. He is my home. I am not a burden. I am a precious gift. I am very lovable. I don't have to be perfect to be loved or accepted. I don't have to prove myself to God or others or even me. I'm already approved of and God is pleased with me. God likes me. I am a gift for who I am not just what I do. I am not responsible for everyone else being okay. I am worthy of love's time, attention, and care. I am worthy of the incarnation, of the life, suffering, death, resurrection of Jesus. I am worthy because God says so. I am worth being cared for. I have extreme value and I am valuable to God. My past does not define me. Jesus does. There is no condemnation towards me, for I am in Christ. I am not powerless, but power-filled. My identity comes from who God says I am. My feelings, thoughts, hurts, pains, and joys matter. My life matters. My life has meaning and purpose. It's good to be me. It's awesome to be a kid. I am always noticed by God. He's gazing on me now. He's gazing on me now. 
Jesus and Mary always listen to me and want to hear me. What I have to share matters. God cares about me and is holding me now. My voice is valued and valuable. I am pure in God's sight. I am filled with God's hope. God is not angry with me or ashamed of me. I am uniquely special to God. I am a prince or princess. Royalty in God's family. It is good to trust others. It is good to hope again. I'm worthy of God's mercy and forgiveness. I'm worthy of God's life and glory. I am not forgotten or abandoned. God is thinking of me now. God is holding me now. God is loving me now. I am not alone. God never leaves me, and I have his friends too. To God, I am amazing. Our response to God's truth to us right now is simply going to be this. Lord, I agree with these truths from your heart as my own. Where I feel safe, I will open to love. Where I don't feel safe, my heart will close. And so what I'm going to do is, I want to repeat these same words, but I'll, they're going to be, it's as if the Lord or Mary is speaking them to you personally. So I'm going to invite you to close your eyes, and I'd like you to think about who you feel, who makes you feel the safest, Abba Father, Jesus, Holy Spirit, or Mary. Who makes me feel the safest? Abba Father, Jesus, Holy Spirit, or Mary? And just pick one for right now. And I'm just going to invite you to see yourself as a little kid. It's kind of how God sees you. See yourself as a little kid with Abba Father, Jesus, Holy Spirit, or Mary in a safe scene. yourself with the Lord or Mary in a safe scene as that little kid. You are the one that Jesus has come to rescue. You are the one that Jesus reveals how valuable you really are in the Father's eyes in Mama Mary's eyes. You are amazing. And in the safety of that scene with the Lord or Mary as that little kid, 
just going to invite you to move. Maybe they're holding you. Maybe they're holding your hand. Maybe they're just close to you. And the love in their heart is pouring into yours right now. Whether you feel it or not, it's happening now. Every second of the day, right now, God's love is pouring into me. God's peace, his hope, his heart is pouring into me right now. To me as that little kid. And in the safety of that scene, just receive. You don't have to repeat this. The Lord or Mary are going to speak these same words back to you as if it's coming right from their heart to you. My child, I love you. I, I love you. And I want to let you know, my son, my daughter, that you are good. And that you're more than good enough. I think you're smart. To me, you're beautiful. You're not a failure. You're a success in God's eyes because you're his. It's not always your fault. And in many times in your life, it wasn't your fault at all. You're wanted by God and others. You belong to God. He's your home. He is your belonging. My child, you are not a burden, but a precious gift to me. You're so lovable. You don't have to be perfect to be loved. It's okay to be messy. You don't have to prove yourself anymore, even to God, even to others or yourself. You're already approved of, and I'm pleased with you. My child, I like you. I like to call you my home. My child, you're a gift, not for what you do, but because you're mine. You're not responsible for everyone being okay. You are worthy of love's time, attention, and care. You are so worth being cared for. I love to care for you. You are so valuable to me. My child, your past does not define who you are. I do. I have no condemnation towards you, but I offer you now peace. You are not powerless, but you are power-filled because I live in you. Your identity comes from who I say you are. And it's good. Your feelings, your thoughts, your hurts, your pains, and I know sometimes there's lots of them, they matter to me. You're not alone.
Your life matters. Your life has purpose. I'm glad you're you. I'm glad you're my kid. I'm proud of you. I'm always gazing upon you. You have my attention always. I'm always listening to you. I care about you. I'm holding you right now. Your voice is valuable and valued by me. My child, you are pure in my sight. You are pure. You are filled with God's hope. I'm not angry at you. I'm not ashamed of you because you struggle. I know you need me for everything. I really like that about you. You are uniquely special to me. You're a prince. You're a princess in my family. You are royalty. You are chosen. My child, it is good to trust others no matter what their response. It is good to hope again. You are worthy of God's mercy and forgiveness. You are worthy of my life and my glory. You are worthy of the life, suffering, death, and resurrection of Jesus. So worthy because I say so. You're not forgotten. I haven't abandoned you. I'm thinking of you right now, holding you right now. God is loving you. I am loving you right now. I'll never leave you. To me, you are amazing. And our response to the Lord or Mary is the same response, and we'll just speak that. Even if I don't fully um, believe these truths, I'm still going to choose to agree with those truths because they're coming from God's heart to me. Amen? I don't have to fully believe God's truth to agree with this truth. If I don't agree with God's truth, I'm leaving myself open for other influence, and we don't want that. Amen? So even if I don't believe God's truth, I agree with it. So Holy Spirit can empower me like Mary and Jesus can increase in me. So if you want to, here's an agreement response like we said before. Abba Father, Jesus, Holy Spirit, Mama Mary, I agree with these truths from your heart as my own. We're going to break the power of any influence from those lies. Now, if you'd like to repeat this prayer, you're welcome to. If you don't want to, that's fine too. Here goes the prayer. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus forgive, me forgive me 
for replacing you with other people, places, things, even myself, as the center of my life. You are my way, truth, and life. I repent for agreeing with and believing in these lies mentioned. And I ask you to forgive me and cleanse me with your powerful, precious blood. I renounce and break the power and the effects of these lies off of my life now. I take back all legal rights that I have given to the enemy by agreeing with these lies. I repent of believing these lies and forgiving them power in my life. I ask your forgiveness, cleansing with your precious blood. I command all these lies mentioned to leave me, my soul, my mind, my heart, my body, my relationships with God, others, and myself, and that these lies go now, directly, immediately, and completely to the true Lord Jesus Christ. Holy Spirit, fill me now with your power, with your presence, with your love, with your truth. Come, Holy Spirit. Maybe just with eyes closed, we're just going to let Holy Spirit minister to you right now. Come, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, I just ask right now that within each one of us, within our souls, any areas that have been affected by trauma or abuse or hurts or woundedness from others or even from ourselves, that with your love and your truth that you breathe in us right now, Holy Spirit, into those areas. We ask for healing, restoration, life in the name of Jesus to fill each one of us right now. In Jesus' name, peace of God, the calm of God, love of God, wash through us right now. Blood of Jesus, wash through us right now. Body, soul, and spirit, each part of us. In the name of Jesus, come Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Lord, I agree with every command given to anything not of you from everyone that has said this prayer, and I command what's not of you to leave them now, anything connected to these lies. In Jesus' name, any fear, any discouragement, any depression, any oppression, that you leave them now in the name of Jesus. Any deception that you leave them now in the name of Jesus. Restore them with love and truth, Lord. Build them up right now just to fill even the mind and the thinking, the heart, the cavity of the emotional heart, the physical heart even, Lord, to fill with your love and truth right now in Jesus' name. Come, Holy Spirit. 
We command all condemnation, self-hate, self-blame, accusation that you go now in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, we ask truth to wash like a mighty flood within your sons and daughters right now. Truth that brings freedom. Truth that brings peace. Truth of who we really are in you, God. In Jesus' name, come Holy Spirit. Come in the name of Jesus. Come Holy Spirit. Lord, we speak to the bodies of each son and daughter here. We're reclaiming them for you, Abba Father. They are your sons. They are your daughters whom you love, whom you delight in, whom you cherish, whom you believe in. Lord, any ways these particular lies have stuffed or repressed down, we command that repression to leave right now. We command all heaviness to be lifted off of them, their necks, their backs, their shoulders, their stomach areas to be lifted right now in the name of Jesus. We command fear to go now in the name of Jesus. Come Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name, come. Come Holy Spirit. Lord, we command their bodies to receive love and life. We command any word of rejection spoken by others or even towards themselves, that, the, that that rejection be broken now in the name of Jesus, that it leave them, it dissolve, and it go, that your acceptance upon each one of your sons and daughters be experienced right now. They are approved of, wanted by you right now in the name of Jesus. They are yours, God, in Jesus' name. We command that rejection to leave now and the weight of that rejection to go. You don't have to prove yourself anymore in the name of Jesus. We command their body systems to communicate anything that's been pressed down or isolated because of fear, because of these lies. We command those, these body systems to communicate with one another as God originally intended in the name of Jesus. We break the power of all sickness, disease, and infirmity off of your sons and daughters now in Jesus' name. We command death to leave them now in Jesus' name. I speak resurrection life into every aspect of your body in the name of Jesus. Come Holy Spirit. Resurrection life into every cell in your body now in Jesus' name like a mighty flood. In Jesus' name. Come Holy Spirit. We command body parts to be made whole in Jesus' name. We command pain that's associated with these lies to go now off bodies, off the emotional heart, off the mind. We command any torment to leave as well in Jesus' name. Command that pain to go now in the name of Jesus. Come Holy Spirit, breathe freedom. Lord, we ask that you would restore joy and peace into the deeper heart, mind, and tummy areas of each of your sons and daughters right now. Come, Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. If you want more of the Lord to, uh, touching you, it doesn't matter if you're experiencing anything or not, God is moving upon us right now. And if you want more, say, Jesus, I want more. Jesus, I want more. In the name of Jesus, I receive all that you died for all that you became man for, that I might have life. Where there is no hope, breathe hope to me now. Breathe courage in me now. Breathe healing in me now. 
In Jesus' name, I receive all that you want to give me. In the name of Jesus, I am loved. I am wanted. I am more than good enough because I'm God's kid. In Jesus' name, come Holy Spirit. Fire, in Jesus' name. Fire of God, just move upon your sons and daughters. Baptize us, Lord, in your love power right now, in the fire of your love, in the name of Jesus. Come. Come. Let's just say this little prayer of forgiveness. Jesus, I forgive anyone who's ever hurt me. I release them now from my judgment, from my anger, from my resentment, from my self-righteousness. I release them. I place them into your heart. I ask that you bless heal and restore them because they need you just like me. In your name, Jesus, I choose to forgive myself. I release myself from all self-condemnation, accusation, shame, self-hate. I release myself now. I command these to leave me in Jesus' name, they are not wanted in my life anymore. I receive mercy, Lord. I receive your heart, Jesus, your acceptance of me. Right now, I receive it. Your freedom, cleanse my conscience with your blood, Jesus, that the past may no longer hinder me that it may no longer define me, but only you do in Jesus' name. Come, Holy Spirit. Lord, from that forgiveness prayer towards others or self, I just ask that you would lift off any heaviness, any weight that's been on us, some of us for many, many years, just in Jesus' name. Just let that go. Don't hold on to it. Don't hold on to it. Just let it go. Like a little balloon, just let it go and let it float. It's not yours to hold on to anymore in Jesus' name. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. And Lord, as we enter into a song as a response, we just ask for a deeper release of our spiritual adoption. that we can really see ourselves a little bit more tomorrow than today for who we are in you. Lord, help us to continue to speak the truths of who we are and who you are, to agree, empower us, Holy Spirit, that day by day, little by little, We can grow in freedom. Jesus, we give you permission to increase in us your eyes and seeing in our eyes, your hearing in our ears, your word of truth and love in our mouths, 
your truth the way you understand in our minds, your loving, your mercy in our hearts, your serving, your humbleness, your courage, your confidence upon our feet, God, to serve and love others, your healing and your hope in our hands, Jesus. Increase in us. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. I'm no longer a slave to fear, but I am a child of God. I'm no longer a slave to fear, but I am a child of God. I'm no longer a slave to fear, but I am a child of God. I'm no longer a slave to fear, but I am a child of God. Amen. God, he's good. So isn't it good, huh? Don't be afraid to feel a little weird. We're not used to this kind of freedom, amen? Really, if you really give yourself to it, it's foreign to us. There's people out in the world you're gonna meet, they'll be like, are you smoking something? <laughs> so when you guys go out, just stay in the Father's gaze, stay there. You are amazing, you are beautiful, you are good, you are loved. So praise God, let's give God a hand, he is awesome. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So again, thanks for being here.